Yo. Hey. Al Roker Jr. Good catching up with you the other day at the uh, the free brunch that you invited me to, which is always delicious. Uh, thank you very much. My my wife, uh, the last thing she said before she walked out the door was make sure that you get in a plug for a restaurant. So. Oh, she did? Messler, <laughs> yes, she did. So, uh, Messler uh, uh, Lounge Kitchen and Bar in Hyde Park. Go check it out. The food is actually very good. Don't take my word for it. I take Abe's word for it because he had the I had the bacon the cheeseburger. cheeseburger with bacon and extra garlic mayo. <laughs> I, pretty much, you can't go wrong with any kind of garlic aioli mayo, whatever. No, it looked good. Whatever looked you want to call it, is isn't aioli a fancy word for mayo? Right? It's mayonnaise. Yeah, aioli is mayonnaise. Yeah, right. Exactly. Because that's what I tell people, and they're like, no, 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 no. This is aioli. It's a, No, yes, aioli is mayo. There's no difference. They, if, you take, yeah. if you took a little bit of garlic and put it in your mayo, it's aioli. If, if they give you a receipt, it's mayonnaise. If they give you a check, it's aioli. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what is Simple it? As that. What is it about free food, though, that it just it's just so much better in, in, any, in any situation? It tastes better, absolutely. Nothing tastes better than free food. And, and, and listen, and, and anything that's free tastes tastes better. Like uh, I'll use like beer as an example. Like you go to somebody's party and they've got like the shittiest beer, and it's free, so I, I ain't complaining. Yeah, like if you, you know? go to your friend's bar and he's like, "All right, let me give these guys a a, a couple buckets of natural light beer." You're going to be drinking natural light beer all night. You're going to be drinking natural light. You're going to and you're going to like it. <laughs> I've always said after the first two or three, it doesn't matter anyway. So <laughs> exactly. I was thinking about this um, after we ate because I I went back in to go to the bathroom, and there was like some guy dying in the bathroom, so I had to go home and use the bathroom. Um. But, was there only one stall, or you just you couldn't even be in there with another guy? Yeah, just one one stall. I didn't, I didn't even notice that. Which is, I, I do think that's a little unacceptable, one stall. I, I'm, I'm shocked there was only one stall. Are you sure there's like one stall and one like maybe like one stall and like a uh, handicap stall? No, it's just, I, from what the I saw. There had to at least be a handicap stall. Yeah, I, I believe it was just one handicap stall. And then one wow. urinal. Well, I guess the other the other side of the coin is it, it is in a hotel. Yeah. So you figure most of the people were taking in their rooms. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, it's possible, but yeah, you were because you were like uh, we were all walking out, and it was like uh, yeah, I gotta I gotta go <laughs> take it. I gotta go. And I'm like, well, we'll just go back in the hotel, and then I and then I leave, and I get a text from you. I get a text from you like 10 minutes later. Like, yeah, some guy in there was dying, so I, I went home. <laughs> I mean, to follow to follow someone directly into a stall is... That's difficult. That's that, hard. That's a tough one. That That's hard enough when they're dying in there. I mean, it would have to be an absolute emergency, and I have been in those situations, and you're just thankful that they came out. But it is you, you. I can't think of another way that you, unless you like just got fired from your job, got a flat tire, slipped on ice, and chipped a tooth. That's the only thing I can think of that would be worse 
I mean, I, I completely understand. I mean, at least, you know, this is a hotel. This is a clean bathroom. The hotel itself actually wasn't even open yet. So yeah. this was as clean a bathroom as you were going to get. But, yes, if there's a guy dying in there, I completely understand it. It's like, for me, the dilemma is always like, if I have to go and I'm in, like, a bar. Oh. Because no, cause not only are, like, Bar restrooms are disgusting, but bar restrooms usually end up having, like, 10 guys standing around in them taking a piss at the same time while you're on the other side of the door trying to take a quiet shit. With, with three with three guys waiting to follow you taking a shit. And that's that's my right. thing, the pressure right. of someone. If someone's okay. waiting for me, it's horrible. I've had to take a shit at... I've had to take a shit at... <laughs> At the Metro, oh. I've had to take a shit on Bourbon Street in, in, in New Orleans at a bar on <laughs> Bourbon Street. Oh, my God. I mean, it's, and again, it's it's an emergency at that point. It's, you can't help you. You have to, I mean, it's, oh, it's the worst feeling in the world. It's the worst, at least you were probably, what, 15 minutes from home, if that? Yeah, barely. Yeah, so... It's not like you were stuck on the Kennedy in a traffic jam. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have you beat, though, on the Metro. And I have I have seen the bathrooms. And we're talking about a place in Chicago, if you're not in Chicago. It's like a, a rock and roll club. Holds, like, I don't know, 800 people. But the the bathroom Where there is, is the, the Metro. I'm, I'm just talking to people who aren't from Chicago listening. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, yeah. It's like a, it's like a, yes, it's like a, it's like your local rock club. Um, I'm trying to remember, like, I was lucky the stall had a door on it. You know what I mean? Well, see, that's that, that's what I was going to say. I have you beat because I had to use the bathroom at the hang-up, which is a bathroom where, it, so it's a bar that oh, holds. Oh, that's a horrible bathroom. That's like an old, that's a bar, that's a bar. The hang-up is a bar that you go to, like, when you're 20 years old <laughs> and you go back to it. When you're 40 years old and it hasn't changed at all, like the exact same things are on the wall, the exact same beer, the exact same people are there. It's like it's a. a and as a matter of fact, the hangup has the hangup has a trough for pissing, and it still has one of those machines with, with like tickler condoms on them and shit. <laughs> yeah, and. The one stall, it doesn't have a door. <laughs> so you have to it sit there. It doesn't have a lock, right? It doesn't have a lock on the bed. No, no, the it bathroom? doesn't. It, it doesn't have a door. The bed, the stall, the, the stall. There's no door. Wow. It's just open. Like remember in wow. grade school, they used to have that where there were no yeah, doors on the right on the stall, which I never quite understood. Which I never understood because that's the purpose of a stall. Dude, why do the stalls not have doors? They're why always... would they take a, a bathroom door stall, a stall door off? Well, you'd always have to go, because you know, in grade school, you'd have to go to the bathroom with a partner. You'd always have to have your boy stand in front of the door, because there was no door, and stand in front of you while you're shitting. But my question is, why would you, that defeats the purpose of having a stall. Why is there no door? Why would purposely take a door off of the stall. 
Uh, do, uh, do they think kids are going to smoke in the bathroom? Whether or not it's in grammar school or at the bar or anywhere. Yeah, especially in a bar. It's like you have adults in there. I mean, are they afraid they're going to be doing cocaine in the bathroom? Uh, maybe that's maybe that's it. But who cares? But, I mean, yeah, who cares at that point? Who cares? That's like um, not serving bacon at a restaurant because one guy's a vegetarian. Right. It's like right. most people aren't doing cocaine. They're in there to take a shit. So did you have to have some guy... Uh, Stand outside the door of the bathroom. Yeah, to make sure nobody went into the bathroom. Yeah, well, no. So the bathroom's open. The stall has no door. So there's a hundred people in the bathroom pissing. Five guys in line to get into the stall without a door. So my friend Jeff had to stand. This is many years ago. He had to stand in front of that opening where the door would be. So he stood in front of the stall. Yeah, while well, I'm in there shitting, and he's like laughing the whole time. Wow. And, and, and not to mention, the stall was a travesty when I walked in. Piss oh, everywhere. That's another. You're very lucky that the stall didn't have like. And that's the that's the uh, that's the other thing. It's like, uh, uh, let me add a third place to this as I talk about like taking a shit at a bar, <laughs> taking a shit, you know, uh, airports as well are Ugh. just like Ugh. the last fucking place. Airports always seem to have like. Cigar burns on the toilet. (laughs) 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 And that shitty plastic that rotates at O'Hare. Like, it doesn't even. And that's always, you always, if you have to take it, you're talking about having to actually go to the bathroom immediately after someone's coming out of the stall. That's always at the airport. (laughs) That's always at the airport. And you have to do it because it's like, Okay, I'm gonna be on like a four hour flight. I, 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 I'm, it's either shit at the airport or shit on the plane, which is impossible for us because it, it it's designed. It's so small. It's designed for someone who's about four foot seven, right? That bathroom. Yes. So yeah, there's Peter Dinklage can't wait to take a shit on the plane. <laughs> That's like his happy place and shit. People like us, it's it's absolute. It's a nightmare. <laughs> I've never shit on a plane. I, I'm sure you have. Yeah, no, I have. I, I yeah, I have. It's very, very. I rarely even go to the bathroom, like even take a leak on a plane, because it's just it's because if you because what if you because uh, now you know after nine eleven it's like okay you can't you can't like congregate by the bathroom so you have to get lucky like the minute somebody the minute somebody gets out you've got to leave from like row seventeen. And rush to the bathroom and hope you get there before somebody else gets in there. And if you don't, now you're standing, hopping on one uh, on one hand, on one leg, hoping not pee on yourself while you're waiting for somebody to get out of the bathroom on a plane. <laughs> so I just try and go before I get on the plane, and then just. Like, I, dude, I used to have all these Southwest drink coupons and shit. I never used them because I didn't want to, like, drink a beer on the plane in case I had to go get up and go to the bathroom. So, it's just a nightmare. And then but you- I know guys that can't, that can't, like, not go. I know guys that can't go in public at all. Yeah, I gave that up. In grade school, I used to be like that. So, I would never use the bathroom in grade school. I would, I would have to, like, at, I'd start school at 9. At 9.01, I'd have an emergency shit. I'd go through gym class, lunch, 
everything and still make it home to take a sh- an emergency. Like I'd be the second I sat on that toilet, it was it was one more second I would have been screwed. But that's, I would. That's that's horrible. It was horrible because I wouldn't use because they first they didn't have they didn't have doors on them. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Not to mention, I was one of those kids when I, I would I would go in the the stall, pee on everything, the seat, the handle, like everyone. Oh, you were one of those guys. Every everyone did that in grade school. I would I would I would like give it a layer of piss, everything, the seat, the toilet, the handle, the wall. <laughs> that's, Jeez, that's what everyone everyone would go there and piss on everything because no one used them. Well, it's terrible. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know anyone who would use a, a like. Oh, I remember. I specifically remember this nerdy kid, and I remember his friend blocking the door and him shitting. That's the only kid I remember who ever took a shit in grade school. Well, do you have some sympathy for him? Some empathy for him? You know what he had to go through in order to take that shit. Oh you know? yeah, yeah. How how badly he must have had to. I don't think I can. You know, now that I think about it, I don't think I ever remember taking a shit in in. In high school, I mean, I'm sure I did. Oh, I did in high school I a lot. I, I don't, I, I don't have any recollection of it though. Oh, I do. I, I specifically remember because I'd, I'd go. They didn't have doors on certain bathrooms in my high school. They had shower curtains, and some of them they didn't even have a shower curtain. So I'd have to walk all the way to the other side of the school where they had like regular uh, stalls with doors on them. There would be a shower curtain instead of a door. <laughs> yeah. So, so you'd be you'd be shitting and you'd have your one hand on the shower curtain in case anyone opened it to try to come in. What? Where the hell? You went to you went to a Catholic school? Didn't yeah, St. Lawrence. <laughs> I think I think they wow. did it because they didn't want kids smoking, so that the dean could just walk in and open up the shower curtain. <laughs> but if it's, but if they're smoking, you're going to smell the smoke anywhere. It's a exactly. It's a weed or it's a cigarette. It doesn't matter if it's by the door or by the shower curtain. It made no it sense. Matter. There must be a reason wow. why they do it. I should look that up, right? There, there has to be. There has to be. Like you had said earlier, that like okay, so maybe in a bar it's because they don't want people doing cocaine in the bathroom. Yeah, but who cares? That, that almost makes sense to me, but. But I don't know. I, but I honestly have no idea. Hmm. I'm trying to look this I mean, up. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't, it, wouldn't you? If something happened to your bathroom door, wouldn't you get another door put on? I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's the most private room in the whole building. Don't you deserve privacy if you're in there with everything? Your you ass out. Your... Privacy. We should. We should start going around the bars. Start going around the places that don't have. Uh, doors on the stalls and like um, do like a class action lawsuit or be like those people who fill up potholes we just bring doors in ourselves like like the, the good Samaritan people <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing I think the hang up's the only bar that doesn't have a door and, and I haven't been there in I don't know how many years so maybe they do not this, this door was donated by Abe Cannon on hold <laughs> And it could say that on the door. You know, there's the one bathroom in the airport that's kind of hidden. The one at Midway, when you first walk in, I shouldn't even say where it is, but there is a bathroom because I don't want other people to use it. It doesn't matter. There's not enough where it's going to affect me, but 
Um, so when you first get out of security, if you make a right, there's a bathroom oh, right there. It's where it's it, it's where okay, you go into security, and uh, like if you have like TSA pre, yeah, you go over the, down the right side, and you come out there, and there's a bathroom right there. That's your best like, shot at a clean bathroom in the before airport before you get to like where Harry Carey's was. Exactly. That's exactly right. That's exactly not, where it is. Yeah. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. At Midway Airport, yes. Yeah, so if you... Yeah, if, that's not bad. I mean, it's not good, put it that way, but it's it's not as bad. The other one that's just uh, just awful, like a hazmat should be in there. Well, the one that is closest to... The one that is, like, where um, the popcorn place is and where George's music room used to be... Mm-hmm. So, like, right by, like, you know, A1, A2, right there, that bathroom has, like, one stall. <laughs> it's, like, the smallest bathroom. It has, like, two urinals and one stall. <laughs> That's why... And it's, like, in the busiest area. I recommend you should fast the entire day before you fly in an airplane. So that way you don't have to do anything. You're not going to have to piss. You're not going to have to shit. You're going to be hungry well, on the plane. I'm late for the, that's why I'm always late for the airport. Late for the airport because I'm always trying to take that. I'm always trying to squeeze out a deuce and shit before I leave for the airport. <laughs> You're there forcing it out. So I'm always late for the airport because I'm always trying to squeeze out that last shit, trying to you know squeeze a deuce out real quick. Claire's honking the horn. She's texting me like, "Come on, it's." 7.30, come on. You said you wouldn't be gone by 7.15. We, we went to New York and New Jersey for that Misfits concert. I swear you got there the last second. I was texting you, and it was already on, like, Group C, and you were just walking on the plane. I'm like, man, you really cut it close. That one, yeah, that one got cut real I usually don't cut it that close. I usually have it timed perfectly. And I do have, I did get the TSA pre which does make things easier because, I, and I try not to fly out of O'Hare as often as possible, just normally because I'm on the south side, I'm closer to Midway than O'Hare. But, I mean, you've flown Midway enough times to know that you could go to Midway and there will be no one in the security line at all, or you can go into Midway and it'll be a line, 10 different lines going all the way back to the escalator. You never know. And so the one thing that that TSA pre does, it does kind of make things go quicker because there's a dedicated line. You don't have to take off your shoes. You don't have to empty everything out. So it is a lot, it is a lot faster. I'm trying to remember why I it was cutting it so close that uh, cutting it so close that day. But you were right. You were texting me. You were te- in fact, I couldn't text you back because... I was going through the terminal, and it would have taken too much time to get my phone out, uh, <laughs> move my glasses out so I could read the phone, read the text, text with one hand while I'm running. As a matter of fact, that day, like our our um, uh, our gate. Was in some part of Midway I've never been in before. Oh, yeah. It, no, it was O'Hare, wasn't it? It was like in some weird, it was like a mile away. 
Yeah, it, it's like you had to like go into like you had to go on a bus and had to like you went to some, a haunted house or something where it like dropped you, know, you off was, somewhere right. else. Exactly. And that was part of the problem. Yeah, so that's why I never asked that that day. And I'm like, shit, I don't have time to answer this. Because every time I think I'm at the terminal, I'm not there. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, where the I'm like, where the hell? Where, where are we? Where is this? It seems like there's some... the Misfits coming back to town. By the way, I know they're coming to the Old coming, Arena. Coming to town for the first time. Since since riots left a couple of years ago, yeah, it should be awesome. They they just announced it. Like I actually I put it up on my uh, social media if you want to get the information. Um, but that should be an awesome concert. Um, so the reason why I brought up the whole shitting thing is that I was saying after after I tried to take that shit, I saw a woman walking around with like her. He had to have been like a fifty year old son. He was wearing shorts with like the socks high up and. They were like arguing really loud, and do you know what I'm talking about these like these old women who have the old son that obvi- that lives with them? Like it, it's to- takes care of them. This is like were they were they on the this is on the street? Yeah, when I was walking, I was I, I these two people were right in front of the hotel when I was leaving. Okay. It's like an okay. old woman with her old son. Like he got to be fifty right. at least, and like well, I, the so- woman's seventies. Yeah, she's in her seventies, and it's like uh, they're arguing, and and they live together. Obviously, like the you know the old virgin son. Like, what is it? At what point do you miss your window to not be a virgin? Like, is it forty? I mean, I'm sure there's some guys who might stumble into something at some point, or at least get a hooker or something. Like, you know, you know those guys that couldn't get laid, but they'll go out and get a hooker. These are the guys right. that aren't even getting hookers. Like these, like they're, they're, they're well, these old. They're these old weird. Uh, they're old, they almost seem like they have some kind of mental issue, but they don't. So you you have this guy pegged as like a forty year old virgin, fifty year old virgin, fifty year old virgin, but like not even he's not even on the spectrum to getting laid. Like there's no way anyone would have sex with him. And he probably can't get a hooker because he's living at home. <laughs> And he probably doesn't have a where's job gonna, either. Where, where's he going to take a hooker? Where's he going to? Yeah, right. Hookers <laughs> cost money. Hotels cost money. But is there is there a window that you just getting laid isn't even you don't even worry about it anymore? Like, is it thirty? Is it? I don't think it's thirty. I think that's too young. No, it's not. It's not thirty. But it's yeah. But there's definitely yeah. There's there's a window where it doesn't. It doesn't matter anymore. You don't give a shit. Because uh, priorities change. I mean, when we're when we're young, it's all you think about. But that guy, I'm sure, when he was young, he wanted to get laid, and it just slowly and and now he's fifty, living with his mother, arguing about where they're going to dinner or something, or just arguing about everything. Right. Right. Well, I mean. I mean, do you really think he wants to go through the asshole? Do you really think he wants to go through the, you know, I mean, if, if it was if it was tough for him when he was 20 or 25 or 30, he really doesn't want to have to go through that asshole now, right? <laughs> go, go through all that effort? What's the, what's the point? But he's almost like a little boy now. Like, he reverted back to being a child. It's like walking around with his well, mom like, all day. Well, it's like, you see me, like, I'll go out to bars and shit, and I don't, 
don't even try anymore. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I but you're care. married. You're married. You're married. Oh, okay, yes. That's, <laughs> yes, that's not the... Yes, you're correct. And you've been... Maybe I should... Maybe I should rephrase that. If I, if I would want to, which I most certainly don't, I, I wouldn't try at this point. But I'm not, but you've been laid before. Like, if you never get laid again, you're still a guy who's tried to get laid. You've been laid. You've been married. I'm talking right. about these guys. And they call their mother. You've mo- never they, been laid. They call her mother. Like, mother. Yes, mother. Oh. That, that type of thing. Oh. <laughs> he's trying to get, he, he wants to make sure he stays in the will. <laughs> I don't think he cares. I think he just cares about surviving. It's like one of those mothers where they only stay alive because they know their son can't handle life on his own. And he has a weird <laughs> hobby, like he collects like trains or some shit. <laughs> I see it. I see it all the time. I, I, you, you see, I, I mean, I know exactly what you're talking about, and it's a, there's a lot of it on the on the on the south side too. There's a, there's, there's a lot of it on the south side. Um, I've noticed it's like old white guys. Like fifty-five-year-old white guy with his seventy-five-year-old mother walking together. He calls her mother. She calls him Raymond or whatever his name is. Uh, <laughs> Raymond. Yes, Raymond. And I, I'm thinking about our friend Cowboy Ray too. But he at least Cowboy Ray was just uh, trying to get laid left and right, and he had right. a mental handicap. It's much different. Right. These right, are the guys right. that have no issues mentally. They're just they've become just. Un- undoable for women. I mean, what kind of a woman would want anything to do with the guy? And, and you know, he's not. He doesn't keep his crotch clean or anything. Well, that, <laughs> he's not even trying. He's not even. He's not even trying to. He's not even keeping his crotch clean. You know, he, he wears white. Keep he, his crotch clean for himself, at least. He wears white briefs, like just awful, <laughs> just everything. Just well, everything. I think you're answering your own question as to why you can't get laid. They, they, om- these guys almost look like child molesters, but they're not. You know what I mean? They have that look. Yes, but it's not. It's, they just they 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 have no. They don't. They have no. They have kind of like no will. Yeah, they're just they're just like zombies. They're just getting through. Yeah, it's they, almost they, like they yeah. have no will. They're just kind of just yeah, right. Just kind of going through life blindly and just right they've reverted exactly. back to being a child like their mother you know like lays out their clothes gives Could you them... hear what these two were arguing about on the street i i they were is something about um the um the meter she's like she he's like <laughs> said something like um it goes till 12 and she's like no it does he's like i saw it and it was just like i <laughs> And keep in mind, I also had to take an emergency dump, so I, I didn't like. I, I wish I would have stayed. Right, right. you you weren't able to stick around for that one because normally something like that, I'm I'm making videos or taking pictures or at least something to document it. <laughs> like when I was at the Sugar Shack, this um this ice cream place in Bridgeport. Are you sure you were at the Sugar Shack? That's the uh, <laughs> exactly. The <male> <laughs> exactly. There is a Sugar Shack that's a male stripper, but then there's a Sugar Shack that has. Waffle, uh, <laughs> waffle Sundays in yeah. Bridgeport. Yeah, let me guess what funnel you cake were at. Sundays. Yeah, 
Um, you know how I know about the Sugar Shack? Do you remember in the Sun Times, there would always be advertisements for? First of all, have you ever been to Roselle? Yes. Is it just hookers there, or is it like all massage parlors and like jerk off places and everything? Um, you're almost thinking about like, well, Roselle is one of those that has like a lot of massage parlors, and then there's that area. It's like a like it's like. Like Stone Park, it's like kind of <laughs> like by like past Melrose Park. Between um, what's that strip club? Between Scores, yeah, on Lake Street, and whatever street that is that goes to O'Hare. Yeah, the Mannheim. Man, okay, Man, uh, uh, Mannheim. Yeah, so there's like Carl's there. There's the Pig Pen. But, like but they're just all like dirty joints. Yeah, they're, they're bars, but they're all strip joints. Yeah, like you walk and in and it's like yeah, $3, $3 lap dance. But okay, so the Sugar Shack, I know about that because all the time in the Sun Times, it would be like five different jerk or massage places and they'd all be in Roselle. There'd be an advertisement for the Admiral Theater, it'd say like Penelope Pumpkins appearing this oh, week. Back, back when it was around when the uh, 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 around movie page work was. Yeah, exactly. And then it would always say the Sugar Shack. Right. And I always, I would always make, you know, I'd be like, hey, Sam, you going to the Sugar Shack this week? Like, you know, that would be a joke. So have you been to the Sugar Shack or do you know anyone who's been there? I have because I took. What the fuck? No, no, no. I have not been to the Sugar Shack. Wait till, wait till I finish. <laughs> I took my wife and, and some girls to the Sugar Shack. Because it's the Sugar Shack on the first floor. So it's male strippers on the first floor. And then it's female strippers on the second floor. Oh, really? We dropped them off. This is like, this is, uh, there could be more than one Sugar Shack. This is like in Lake Geneva. Oh, okay. This is in in Lake Geneva. There's a Sugar Shack. (laughs) <laughs> where on the first floor it's male strippers, and then on the second floor it's female strippers. Isn't there a place so, where there's a male strip club, a female strip club, and then just a regular club in between? Is that that place, or is that something else? It's been so long. I, I mean, the only other I can't think of any other like male. The only thing I can think of is like. Vegas, like Thunder from Down Under, or something like that. In Vegas, <laughs> I can't. I can't think of. Uh, I can't. I can't. I can't really think of anything in Chicago. And this was years and years ago when I, I did the thing in Lake Geneva. So I'm not as. I'm not a. I apologize. I'm not as up on my male strip club. <laughs> you know what's funny? I've been to the most vile bachelor parties where they like they pull out drildos and like they just do the sickest shit, right? But I'm still. Anytime, I'm yeah, so- you're usually asking me to provide the strippers for those bachelor parties. <laughs> usually asking me for the phone that hey, you know, we I got a friend who's having a bachelor party in a month. We need it. We get somebody. But I'm still always like, like I was watching Jersey Shore yesterday, and they were at um, Chippendales, and the guy like, okay. the guy like had his dick in her face and stuff, and it's like. It's still, and I know that our bachelor parties are worse or just as bad, but there's just something weird to me about seeing guys with their dicks all over these women, right? It just seems so female, worse. You, female bachelor parties or bachelorette parties are much worse because <laughs> they're, 
<laughs> I mean, actually, I, I mean, I've been to, I've been to, I've been to so many strip clubs that I don't even. It's almost like you're talking about guys like uh, not having any effort to get laid. Like I. I, I I couldn't care less about going to another strip club another day in my life. It just like bores the shit out of me. It's it it just doesn't do anything for me. And hasn't for a long time. And I don't mean sexually, I just mean no. It's a bunch of chicks who don't give a shit about me who want my money. <laughs> yeah. I could you know, I could come home for that, you know. <laughs> so but that is funny because you said you said at the Bunny Ranch you need a girl to actually be into you, right? Like you can't just have Isabella Soprano. Like, I, can't, I can't just go. I just can't go. Okay, you, <laughs> and then and then go take her off into a room and fuck her. I've got to like. I need a day or so to like sit down and kind of talk <laughs> to like, you know talk to them a little bit. Like, you know that, that's me, but. <laughs> I've been to strip clubs where, and, and you know, and you, and you know that I've gone to the, the I went to the porn convention for twenty straight years, <laughs> but or, or even like there's the one that um, is in Rosemont once a year, like Exotica and shit, and the guys are like they're 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 timid, they're 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 like timid around these women, and I've seen it, you know at Strip clubs, the guys are like timid, and bachelor parties. I've seen bachelor parties are a little bit more loose because they know that they're in a they're in like a uh, like a safe place, judgment free zone. It's the you know it's the Planet Fitness of pussy and shit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but. <laughs> women, it's like you would think they just got out of jail or something. <laughs> it's like they all kind of have this bond where it's like we we never get to do this. We we never get to even go out and do anything that we want, let alone go out and get drunk and be around big dicks. <laughs> so let's go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> right? What were they doing on Jersey Shore? Uh, they were at Chippendales, and like they had first the guy was in the shower naked. Then they took the one girl, and he put like his dick in her face or something. <laughs> and all their friends were like, "Woo!" Oh yeah, cheering her on and shit. Right? Oh, they loved it. Yeah, yeah, they loved it. Right? They all want to have a little something to wink at each other about and shit. Well, do like, you ever see? Time- their their husband or their boyfriend treats them like shit, <laughs> right? They can all wink at each other and go, "Yeah, okay, whatever." <laughs> yeah, I rem- baby, you the I rem- greatest. Yeah, I remember when Dorian had his fucking thirteen inch anaconda in my face. <laughs> but I've seen videos, and I don't know if these are. I'm assuming these are just fake. Porn you can see video- them online and shit. I'm probably talking about the same thing, where it's like. Strip clubs or whatever, bachelorette parties or some shit. Yeah, and they all start sucking his dick. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm like, is this for real? I'm like, I don't yeah, think it probably I, is for real. I, I don't think it's real, but I do know for a fact that the girls blow the guy. But then again, I've been to bachelor parties where there's guys, and I swear to God, I've never 
done this. And I don't care if people don't believe me. It's just, I don't want to, first of all, I think it's disgusting that you have a girl blowing your friend and then you walk right in and get blown by the same girl. <laughs> like there's, there's, some, there's like, how do you, it, just like the guys who will have threesomes, like, like Roker, like let's like you and like, I would never want to be like, Hey Roker, why don't we tag team this chick? Like it's, or, or, do you, do you, <laughs> yeah, brah, let's, let's, let's turn our hats backwards. Sure. But do you have a problem? Wouldn't you have a problem with that? Like you and base or something? Banging the same shit, or do you, do you not care? Oh, that was oh god. I mean, do you want to see oh. Bass's dick or mine or whatever? No, I, mean, I don't. He doesn't want to see mine, and I don't know think, and I, and I wouldn't have respect for any woman that wants to see both of ours. But there's it's something lose, lose, lose. I was at a bachelor party once for a guy I didn't even know. My friend went with my friend, and like seven of their friends. All went to the bathroom and got blowjobs from the stripper. Seven. They were all in line. And, and, I'll, tell, and I'll tell you. I'll tell you what that is. And that's the guy. That's the guy that goes to the strip club and is fucking getting lap dances left and right, throwing all kinds of money on the stage because they can't. Because they're such. They're, they're on lockdown. It's it's. It's the exact it's the exact same thing when I was talking about the women. This is a guy who's on lockdown so hard when he's at home <laughs> that he can't control himself once he gets out into that situation. And it's like it's like it's like the, it's like those party situation. But I was gonna say it's like the strict parents, right? Who they 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 have their daughter. You can't go out after nine. Those are the girls sneaking out the window, meeting up with Trevor. Oh, the daughters are the biggest whores. Yeah, like Trevor right. picks her up on a motorcycle at eleven. She's so, she's blowing him behind a tree, and she's back in bed by three. Wakes up, her daddy kisses on her, kisses her on the lips that just had come right. on him. Right, <laughs> right. But go exactly. ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go back to what you're saying. But that's but it's the same thing with these guys you're talking about who are lining up for blowjobs from some fucking chick who's got one eye that's bigger than the other and shit <laughs> at, 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 at some backroom bachelor party on the southwest side and shit <laughs> by Midway Airport uh, um, with great pizza. Um, they're on such lockdown at home where they get into that situation, they can't control themselves, and then all it takes is one other person. Yeah. You know, all you need is one other cosigner. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute, you Roddy? Know? Wait, Roddy's getting a blowjob? What? Right. It's okay, dude. I'm not going to miss out on this. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, well, it's like we've all been to like bachelor. It's not at the bachelor party, but we've all we've been to strip clubs where it's like they, uh, the bachelor goes up on stage, and his buddies pay for the stripper to like beat the shit out of him <laughs> and rip his clothes off. Or, like, really, this is what your friends are are. Pain to have done to you. <laughs> Whereas the girls this do the opposite. Your party. This is your party. Now you've become the entertainment for the night. Well, the girls do the opposite. They'll pay to have like the guy like 
have have the stripper eat out their friend or something. <laughs> right. No. Is that, is that, right. Because they can't. Right. Because they can't do it. Or whatever. <laughs> for some, you know, for some reason. Yeah. That the whole thing is the whole thing. The whole thing is so fucking sketchy. I mean, would you would you accept? Would you accept? Like, if you uh, go ahead, it's on me, bro. This blowjob's on me, bro. <laughs> Yeah, bro. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Some women might find this hard to believe, but that's just that's not, that's a nightmare. That just sounds like a nightmare to me. Yeah, and especially when they add in, oh, as soon as John's done getting his blowjob, you're next. <laughs> oh, great. Ah. Oh shit! If any of the ladies listening could just—you don't have to give me—you know—I'm not going to say your name or anything, but just let me know. Send me an email, whatever DM, whatever message, or just comment, and just let me know about bachelorette parties and how many blowjobs, handjobs, and stuff like that. For sure, the guys are doing stuff with their tits. It may not be blowjobs or hands. It may not. And they may not have been to a bachelor party where it's blowjobs and hand jobs, but I guarantee um, it, it's not tame. No, it's not. It's not. It's not tame. Well, I know a guy you who know? was a male stripper, and he said he would get blowjobs all the time, all the time. He said, like pretty much every party, <laughs> there'd always be that one yeah. girl, the one girl that would like either get his number or whatever. But. Is that, I mean, but really, it's like, that sounds great, but is it really great? No, probably not. I mean, would you want, like, I mean, I'll, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just throw a name out there. Would you want, like, Sarah Sanders to give you a fucking blowjob at a fucking <laughs> If you were the male stripper? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> She's still got her fucking work clothes on and shit. <laughs> is, is that how you want to make a living? <laughs> Sounds great, don't it? And then her friend Cheryl Underwood blows you. <laughs> and then Natalie from Facts of Life for the perfect storm. <laughs> And I, I will say this: most bachelor parties, there are no blowjobs or handjobs or anything. That's that's for sure. So, if, if I've only seen the blowjobs at a few bachelor parties, I I don't think I've ever been. I've never been to a bachelor party where I've been in the room where, like, I've been to bachelor parties where, like, they go in a different room. I've oh yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I, where there's, they, where they, there's yeah. grill goes and there's all kinds of shit. But I am not the one. Now, again, I've been to a million strip clubs, so it's it's not, it doesn't really appeal to me. But, you know, I'm not the guy fist pumping and shit and, <laughs> and throwing the, the money on the chick's back and shit uh, <laughs> to make her do more with a drill, though, and shit. It just doesn't, I mean, maybe that's a, maybe that's a sadder comment, commentary on my life. I don't know. <laughs> that's, How, that's like that's boring to me or something. 
maybe that's just maybe that shows how messed up I am. You know the worst but, the worst job, right? In the whole situation, like or the the guy who has it the worst is the guy with the stripper who's, the who's handing who's handing out the tickets for the drill though. Oh yeah, he's yeah oh, yeah the bouncer. <coughs> yeah, exactly. And why why are bachelor okay? So you bring this bouncer, right? You have thirty five guys. You should never like I I've every bachelor probably I've been to, it's like they're afraid of the bouncer. Shouldn't all thirty five guys like intimidate the bouncer and be like, Hey, if you if you don't shut the fuck up, all us thirty five guys are gonna beat the shit out of you. Like why why is everyone you, afraid of the bouncer? You would you would think that, that is the case, but I mean, but that's just how we're conditioned. It's the same you know, it's the same you know, there's 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 a handful of bouncers at a strip club. There's 200 guys at the strip club, and there's and there's seven bouncers. There's there's one there's one, one bouncer for every like 15 guys at the strip club and shit. There's 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 three bouncers in a bar at, at, in a bar. I mean, there's really nothing to be intimidated by. But that's how we're conditioned. You know, make a make a wrong move, and this guy's gonna. Well, I think that that's part of it. It's like, you know if you make a wrong move, the guy is going to break your arm, and there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> He's not going to think about breaking your arm. He's going to break your arm and and not even think about it. All right, guys, $10 a piece. $10 for drill dose, 20 for whipped cream shots. Right, 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 exactly. <laughs> Dude, just give me, you know, just give me a poker game. Hire some topless waitresses. That's fine. I'm happy. I don't need Jildos anymore. I don't need. I, I don't, you know. You've grown up. I'm, yes, exactly. I've matured. I've matured. Did you used to be the guy laying on the floor with your mouth open, trying to catch the remnants of the Jildo? Yeah, yeah, right, yes, that was me. That was always me. That was always me. I think, I think that we established early on that like, I go to New Orleans and, I, you know, the thing that's most prevalent in my mind is hoping that I don't have to take a shit on Bourbon Street. <laughs> not titties, not, you know, fucking hurricanes and getting laid. And uh, God, I just hope I don't have to take a shit yeah, tonight. yeah. After, That's a good night for me. After eating three dozen oysters, and then oh right, exactly. Like you're so we're now, so dumb, right? Like now, we, see, now you put yourself in my shoes. After <laughs> now, you get it. <laughs> now you get it. I've had shrimp and grits, oysters. <laughs> it's ninety degrees. <laughs> I've had hurricanes, ah. shit like that. It's two thirty in the morning. <laughs> And the nerve of you, the nerve of you to think that you're not going to have to take a shit. You're eating oysters with extra butter. Pussy is not on my mind at that point. <laughs> but you're always shocked, right? Like you, like you and I will go to the Brazilian steakhouse and then we're shocked 40 minutes later when it's an emergency shitting situation. It's like, dude, you had three dozen oysters. Your body's not used to eating oysters. You're drowning them in breading and extra butter and and sopping it up with bread and all this shit. And then you're like, oh, well, uh, oh, and grits. 
And then you're like, oh, man, I can't believe I've taken this emergency shit. <laughs> like, you get what you deserve, right? I, 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 yesterday, here's what I, here's what I ate yesterday. I had a gargantuan from Jimmy John's, and then I ate Popeye's. And I'm wondering why today I feel like shit. <laughs> like, just one of those meals would fuck you up. I had both of them. I'm in bed. This is a true story. <clears throat> this is two days ago. I'm asleep. I'm in bed. My phone it goes, you know, I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm going to have to turn my phone off and shit because here comes, you know, now emails are starting to come over. Text messages are starting to come over. I roll over. I look at the phone. It's a text from Abe. Double points day at Jersey Mike. <laughs> first, first thing, first text, first anything I get all day. I'm so asleep. <laughs> and what was this? Three o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> then, then about seven hours later, I get a text from you. Well, I'm up to a thousand uh, Jersey Shore points. <laughs> yes. That's, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you're weird like that. So you you're the master of collecting awesome like points for stuff. Like you you have everything. Like first of all, the other day, you show me your calendar and it says steak and shake opening. Steak and shake is some of the shittiest food ever. And you have you have an <laughs> alert on your phone telling you there's a one opening. You're like, this is the first steak and shake in Chicago. Who gives a fuck? It sucks. I don't get I'm not in the suburbs that much. I probably have steak to shake once but, every three but, or four years. But I, I, I haven't had Golden Corral either, and there's Golden Corrals all over. I, I just, I, it's shit. And you have an well, alert telling you. But anyway, so so everything, like for instance, um, total rewards points to the casino. You have thousands of them. You have thousands of dollars worth of free shit at the casino that you refuse to use, and you'll use your own cash to keep getting more points. You have a thousand points at Jersey Mike's, which gets you like ten subs, and you do, you still pay cash. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, no, it doesn't make sense. But I was like, <laughs> I had this, I had this argument. I had this argument today with my wife. I I, I, I wanted to uh, uh, book a flight. Uh, oh, that's another one. Fun. That's another one. You have so 50 million Southwest party. points. And he's like, and it's like, oh my God, I'm like, the flights are like $450 and shit. She's like, use your points. I'm like, I don't know. I don't want to use my points. She's like, how many points do you have? I'm like, uh, 140,000. <laughs> what an asshole. And the be- the best part of the story, which you just kind of glanced over, was that, oh, I was telling my wife about going to Dennis Hoff's birthday party. And she's like, you should go. You've got points. That was her answer to me. You should go. You've got points. I got that invite too. It's it's such a like it's always the the shit the invite is the shittiest group of people ever. It was like Flava Flav, Ron Jeremy, oh, you should, Kato Kalen. You're the one who just spent the last twenty minutes talking about how you were watching Jersey Shore. So it's 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 I love that. Well, first of all, Dennis Hopper is, is 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 actually a friend of mine, but his party is like. What was the what was the show what was the show on VH1 where it was like Flavor Flav and like Brigitte Nielsen and stuff like that? What oh, like that fla- flavor called? flavor of love. Well, no that 
that came after that because they met on this show. Oh, it yeah. It was like, um, I, oh, shit. I can't think of the name of the show. Where it's like they're all living in a house together and shit. We talking about Surreal Life? Surreal Life. Uh, yeah, I think that's what it was called. So that is literally what his birthday party is. <laughs> his, I mean, his birthday party is, you know, Slave of Slave, China, Joey Buttafuoco, <laughs> Ron Jeremy. China. It's, 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 it is surreal. It's, it's, it's hilarious. It's great. Joey Buttafuoco. <laughs> Todd Brid- Todd Bridges, Vince Neil. <laughs> I mean, but that's what that's what it is. Not dude, not even like Vince Neil, dude. It's like Shifty from Crazy Town and shit, and uh, people like that. It's cra- it's bizarre. It's just it's 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 just like that. It's here's here, like here's what I don't understand about that. Rehab or something like that. What I don't understand about Dennis Hoff is that what's the benefit of letting Dustin Diamond have free pussy? Like, is that going to draw anyone into the Bunny Ranch? Like, oh, Screech is here. You might see Screech. Well, I, well, I'll put it this way: the people that, uh, well, I, I guess I, I, I guess I would say. You could actually say that Dustin Diamond was at the Bunny Ranch. But there are a lot of people who are at the Bunny, who go to the Bunny Ranch that he can't say have been there. So, Like Lamar Odom? Well, well <laughs> <laughs> point taken, but you're exactly right. There are, enough, there are a lot of people who he can't say have gone there, so the people that he can say have gone there he, you know, that he's able to say he's gone there. You don't mind him saying that he has gone there. He, you know, he he does that. Here's what, I, what I mean, I, I've been, I've seen people there that I would never say that I saw them there. Yeah, right. You would text me the next day. Hey, guess who I saw? No, I've never texted you. I've never. I have never told anybody. Some of the people that I've seen there. I mean, yeah. usually not there for his party. So you've seen some big celebrities there? I've seen people there who probably didn't want to know. I've seen people there who didn't want people to know that they were there. Well, isn't that a silly place to go then? But I've, not, but I've been, but I mean, I I have been going to the Buddy Ranch for a long time and not just for his parties. The last several years, I'm only able to go there like once a year. <laughs> I go there for his party. I used to go there a couple, two, three times. Just for I just go there. Like on just like a normal weekend. I just like would go there. But if you're, okay, if you're I'm, going to a place like the Bunny Ranch, where most of the people there probably aren't the most up and up people, like the clientele, and you're worried about being, like if Christian Bale walked in, he'd have to expect it would get back to someone, right? Well, let me ask you this. I mean, with the exception of, Lamar Odom, who, if we just to refresh the the, the the memory, this happened a couple of years ago where he went to the Bunny Ranch and like and died pretty much. Oh, deed or some shit or bizarre <laughs> fucking shit happened. No one is really quite sure what happened. But other than that, I mean, have you ever heard of a Bunny Ranch scandal? So and so was at the Bunny Ranch. 
I don't think so. We hear so. about people getting dr- dr- driving drunk all the time. People get caught with hookers on the street all the time. People, you know, get, uh, uh, anti-Semitic rants, shit like that. <laughs> Having sex with porn stars, getting paid off. Have you ever heard of a bunny ranch scandal? Wasn't OJ there or something? I think uh, he... Or, or, he, or he, offered, he wanted to go. offered him a job. I think he offered him a job after he got out of jail. <laughs> Here's what I don't get. If you're okay, I understand if you're Dustin Diamond, uh, Joey Buttafuoco, those kind of guys. Fine, you, you go to the Bunny Ranch. But if you're like a real celebrity, why wouldn't you just get a high end escort? Well, they do that too. Oh, he'll send them out to you. Well, I mean, there's also, I mean, I mean, not just Bunny Ranch. I mean, they do get high-end escorts and shit. They do. I mean, you hear, I mean, and and date porn stars and stuff like that. But, like, a lot of the big uh, money makers at the Bunny Ranch, they're not like the, they're not like the girls who are there in the lineup, like, 12 hours a day. Oh, they're they just there for like appointments. Like, they work like three times a month and shit. Right, exactly. On an appointment. It must be awesome too when they get a guy who, who just wants like a massage or something for $1,000. Well, imagine, you know, right. So, right. And again, this goes back to what we we're talking about, about the guys at the strip club who are buying lap dances left and right, throwing money on the stage, getting all crazy at bachelorette parties. Now imagine if you actually had real money and that mentality. Like Charlie Sheen. So you could just go to the bunny ranch and spend 20 grand on a chick. Which makes no sense. (laughs) That's not what I would spend 20 grand on, but... If you have that mentality, you spend your money. You spend your money on whatever you want. Yeah. Um, people would say me going to Vegas and shit is crazy, and I'm a fool. And they're probably right. I wouldn't spend twenty thousand dollars on a whore for a weekend. <laughs> um, but people do. I guess so they don't care, right? You've got actual real cash, but you've got that. You ever get out of the house? going to a bachelor party, never get out of the house, going to the strip club tonight mentality. And instead, you go to the, you, you go to the bunny ranch for a weekend. But it's all relative, right? Like, if you, have a million, if you have millions of dollars in the bank, 20 grand is probably like 20 bucks for us. Well, uh, the, yeah, right. It's, it's, right. it's all relative. It's right. Exactly. I'm, you know, it's right. It would be foolish if you were spending your last 20 grand on a hooker at the Bunny Ranch. It would be foolish if you were spending your last 20 grand in Vegas. But it would be so, it would be foolish. I mean, again, it's all relative, but I, 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 there's lots of girls who have the Bunny Ranch. The ones who are making big, big money at the Bunny Ranch, huge money at the Bunny Ranch, they're working, they're working three times a month. They're working on appointments. They, that's it. They don't. They're not doing a lineup. You know what's the some one? Guy, they... Some guys. Some guys coming in. <clears throat> some guys coming in and dropping ten grand on a weekend. 
fifteen grand on a weekend. You get that to happen three times a month, and you've got thirty to fifty grand in a month. And you have to give half to Dennis, but well, you've got fifteen to uh, uh, twenty-five. Uh, to, right, twenty-five grand a month. You know what's the one thing I, I can't... you're making a half a million dollars plus a year. The, we're talking about gambling and hookers and everything. The one thing I can't stop thinking about is you and I, right, like maybe a month before the loop went away, both at the casino playing roulette, and we both bought in for an ungodly amount of money so that we get more points. And we were like playing like two hundred dollar hands of roulette, like and now and then like a month later we lost our job and getting our ass kicked. <laughs> like and then went back to, and then went to Vegas. Then went to yeah. Vegas. <laughs> yeah, then went to Vegas like two and a half weeks later. Like I, I just can't get that picture out of my head of you, you buying in for like fifteen hundred dollars or something. Like it was so ridiculous, and me too. Like oh, uh, we bought it for like a thousand and fifteen hundred dollars just to like, but we spent a lot of money playing. Did we just did it because we wanted to look like we were big gamblers? But like that first hand when you bet like two hundred dollars and won nothing, like it was just, it was just so ridiculous. And it just if I just won, if it just if it gone the other way, I know. But if, if the, you know the other side of the coin is, what are you going to do? You can't take it with you. Yeah, no, that's but, true. I mean, I, dude, I've had I've had many many a day where I've had you know in my in my gambling career where I've I've just. Oh, just going like, why did I do this? Why, why? And the worst was when the boats first opened, and you actually had to, I don't know, <clears throat> were you ever on the boats when the boats still went out? No, no, no. Okay, when the boats first opened, they weren't stationary. They weren't like barges. They actually went out. So you would have to go out on the boat, and then, like, the boat would be out for, like, two hours. So if you lost your money in the first, like, 30 minutes, you were sitting there twiddling your thumb for 30 more minutes. There weren't, like, ATMs on the boat. The ATMs were, like, in the lobby and shit. And so you would have to, like, or so, or if you were still playing, the boat would come back in, and you have to decide if you were going to get off the boat then or stay on it for another two hours for it to go back out. And you have like $65 in your pocket, and you're trying to think if you could just bring it back up to the 1000 you lost. Yeah, right, exactly. I mean, or do those you go home? really, those really, those those days really sucked. <laughs> those, and then plus you were in Gary, or you were in Joliet, oh, or you were in like, you were in like Rock Island or something. <laughs> Those days really suck. That, that's... I have a, 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 a friend, or I know of a person who we think stopped taking his, um, he had a heart attack and died. We think he purposely stopped taking his heart medication. Because he 
had a gambling problem. He spent all of his co- his his kids' college money and shit. Oh Jesus! Going to the boat, all this kind of stuff. This is this is years ago, but it's oh, when it was. I mean, at least now we go to the boat and it's like, okay, let's go. Let's leave. You get on, you get off. You go there, you leave. You can be there for five minutes. You can be there for five hours, but you leave when you want to. It used to be you got on that boat, you were on it for two hours. Whether or not you were hot or cold, and if you were hot and wanted to stay on the boat, you were stuck on it for another two hours. So that was really in the that was really in the casinos' favor and in their best interest. The first the first casino that ever opened outside of Vegas, Reno, or Atlantic City was the President Riverboat Casino in Davenport, Iowa, in the in the Quad Cities. And I went out there for the grand opening. This is almost thirty years ago now. This is like nineteen ninety. Oh, wow. And you had a $200 gambling limit. Limit? Limit. For the day? You would, you would for the day, you would go and uh, to the cage, give them $200, and they would give you 10 $20 like coupons. The fuck? And you would take those to the table, or you would trade the coupons in for uh, coins for the slot machine. And once those two hundred dollars in tokens were over, two hundred dollars in tickets were done, you were done. That was it. So you know what a smart thing would have been to do is if you and I went on there, got our $200, and then sold it for uh, 2 to $1, like $1, $1 for $2 to degenerates. Just just, just buy the, and just sit and wait for people to crap out. Yeah, and then be like, hey, come here. And then sell it to them for like 100% markup? Yeah, 100% markup. markup. Give me $400. Here's, I'll give you $200 in gambling money. Now you think of that. 28 years later. I wish I <laughs> I was in like third grade or something, so I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't bust that one out back then. But imagine that. It's like there's, there's literally, there's, al- there's almost literally no way you can make money that way as, as, as the consumer. Unless you somehow got hot, hit a couple of things early, and stopped. You're gonna bet the two hundred bucks. Yeah. And if you're down one hundred and eighty, there's no way you're gonna make that one hundred and eighty back with twenty dollars left. I wonder and why you can't buy back in. You can't go to an ATM. <laughs> so you can't buy back in for twenty four hours. Is that how it was? Yeah. So your first time there, you probably lost right away, right? I don't even remember gambling. <laughs> I, 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 I know I did gamble because that's why I was there. The thing I remember most about it was I met Franco Harris. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing I remember most about it. It was Franco Harris was there and he was cool as shit. I don't remember anything else about the gambling <laughs> other than $20 coupons and shit. 
and it was a three-hour drive to get out there. Jesus. From Chicago. I, well, well, Roker, we'll wrap it up on this. because Okay, so there's two things I've been thinking about lately. That thing with you and I gambling. And yeah. do, you, do you ever look back at when you were a kid and, you know, because there's all this, you know, like obviously like a lot of Catholic priests or child molesters. Do you ever look back and think about old guys that you're now convinced were child molesters? Guys that I knew when I was a kid? Because I've been thinking about this guy, Ken, that lived in our neighborhood. And he would always have my friend come over to his basement, and he like he had a pool table, he had video games, he had a refrigerator full of cans of Coke, he had um, uh, everything a kid like it was a kid's paradise. And I remember this sounds I, like a this sounds like a very special episode of Different, different Strokes. Yes, yeah, with Gordon Jump. That's the it's funny you bring that up because I was watching it the other day, and it made me think about this guy Ken. And I'm I'm almost positive he molested my friend. He had to have because this kid was the kid was from a broken home. He was there all like we my Sam and I went there a few times to play pool. And this guy Ken would have cans of Coke like and you know when you're a kid you like that's like crack. This is a grown man, right? At like sixty years old. Did your did your mother know that you and Sam were going over to the? 60-year-old man. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't remember. I, I remember being like, oh, we're going to our, I don't want to say the kid's name, but we'll call him, uh, we'll call him John Doe. So uh, okay. like, we're going to John Doe's house and, and, oh, this guy Ken's like, let's play pool in his basement. He's awesome. He has, he has uh, video games, Coke. Um, he has a pool table. He had this cool bar downstairs. Like it was, it was a kid's parent. Like he had everything a kid would want. And back then, I would just play pool and then leave. And then that kid, John Doe, would stay there alone with him. And like I'm, I'm, I'm almost positive that it was a molesting layer. Well, see, here's the thing. I don't see. I don't have any recollections like that when I was a kid. But like. Okay, so a 60-year-old man having a bar and a pool table and shit like that and cool shit in his basement is not odd. An adult having beer and a bar and a pool table. I have a pool table. Yeah, but do you have kids? Do you have have kids down there? But I do not have kids at my house when they're playing pool. And you sit there and, and you, watch you them? come over here and there have been like 12-year-olds playing pool <laughs> on my pool table. And it's like, That's like, oh, here, here, about it. here, have another can of Coke. Here, Here's another Kit Kat bar. Right. Here's some candy. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is, that's what makes it weird. The fact that this guy has this stuff doesn't make it weird. The fact that um, he have anything i barely have i barely can find any any interest i barely can find anything i have in common with a 25 year old i <laughs> not not an uh, 11 or 12 year old 13 yeah right exactly exactly but That's i remember where it gets i remember my friend john doe was always there alone with him that that's why not I mean, he's like oh i'm gonna be in i'm gonna be hanging out at ken's house again and it's just like that episode of Gordon Jump where he has wine, Dudley comes out with his pants unbuttoned. So was so was Ken? Was he part of uh 
was she like some uh, 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 a trusted uh, member of the community or something? <laughs> I don't know. He was. He, he, he lived down the block. Like tail like he was all he he was part of the BMWs or he was part of the world. <laughs> it's like all the people like they didn't have any. They didn't have a reason to fear him or something. First of all, this kid's parents, his dad was the biggest piece of shit of all time. He used to ground him for an entire semester for getting one C. Like, his dad was an asshole. And his dad ended up cheating on, well, he he had a lot of other, like, deaths in his, all kinds of, this kid had the worst upbringing ever. Um, and his dad was horrible, just a jag off. So, I don't think his dad, like, would would even understand. Would give it a shit. And this this guy Ken lived on John Doe's block, and just out of nowhere, I remember John Doe's like, "Oh, I'm hanging out with Ken again." And then out of nowhere, Ken was gone. So I don't know what happened. It, it, he, he every check mark for a troubled kid, for a child molester to fuck with, this kid John Doe had all of them checked off. Everything, like he lost his mother when he was a little kid. He he a horrible father, um, just everything. A latchkey kid. I mean, this kid had every check mark for a predator. And I, when I think back on this guy, Ken, all I think about this guy was a fucking child molester. When, like, but when did this occur to you? Because obviously, none of this stuff occurs to you when you're an adolescent. But it's it just like as you, as the years go by, you go. Wow, that was a fucked up situation. <laughs> yeah, just like the last few years, I've really been thinking about it. Like, this is fucked up. I'm pretty sure he, he was a molester. I could Did you be ever wrong. see anything weird in his house? Did you ever see anything weird? Going back and thinking about it, for those times that you were over there, you ever think you saw anything or, or weird activity or anything? Well, I mean, I think that Ken was just entertaining his, his victim's friends, you know? Like, this guy John Doe was telling us how cool Ken was. And, like, why the fuck did Ken, a 60-year-old man, buy video games? Here, kids, play video games here. Like, that's what Gordon jumped into Arnold and Dudley. Yeah, there's, there, there, is, there is no reason for a 60-year-old man to have an Xbox. Which brings me to my next point. And this <laughs> this might be fucked up, but but I was thinking about this, too. Do you ever notice that molesters today have no work ethic like guys like Ken used to have? Wow. Like, like Ken would go out and buy ice-cold Coca-Cola. At he least had, he earned it. At least he wasn't worked for it. He worked hard for, for his score, right? The child molesters today, they're, they're like, go watch To Catch a Predator. They all have greasy hair. They look like they were laying in between two mattresses. They're gross. They, they, I mean, they, they have no backstory or anything. It's just all like chatting. And how, first, how dumb are these kids that are getting, and I know they're fucked up, right? I know they have issues, but I mean, you're chatting with some guy that looks like God. He looks like, um, I'm trying to think of someone disgusting to, to he looks like Ron Jeremy. I mean, Oh, Ron Jeremy right out of surgery. Hi, Ron. We love you, Ron. Yeah, we love Ron Jeremy. But, like, when Ron Ron Jeremy stinks and, like, he's greasy, like, these are the kind of guys that are on to catch a predator. And these kids are, I mean, well, luckily they're getting caught. So I'm hoping that, you know, no real kids would actually meet up with these guys. But, I mean, just they're disgusting. They're they're, they're greasy. Like, back then, guys like Ken, he was clean. He had a pool tape. Like, he put much more effort into it. Yeah, but into- what, do, what do kids want? I mean, adults want it, too, for that matter, but kids want attention. Kids want 
attention and they want to be taken seriously, right? Yeah. And adults want attention too, but kids want attention and they want to be taken seriously and they want to be, you know, treated like an equal, even when they're not. So, uh, so this guy, uh, uh, Ken, what? He's cool. He's giving people, giving people attention, treating them, you know, normal. It's just like, it's, like you said, you did nothing you noticed, nothing you noticed when you were, you know, when you were that age. But now, uh, you know, hindsight is always twenty twenty. Looking back on it, you're like, wow, this this looks like it. The, the guy who you're talking about, do you know his full name? Would you be able to, like, look him up? No, I, I have no idea. And I've lost contact with the kid, too, John Doe. But I mean, what I can say, you could, hey, uh, by the way, did Ken molest you back then? I mean, like, oh, wow. Like, how do, you bring, how do you bring yeah, that find up? Find him on Facebook. Hey, do you remember me? Hey, good to talk to you. Hey, you get molested back in the day? <laughs> oh, boy. Remember that dude that had the pool table and the ice cold Coke? <laughs> I do remember, too, that Ken would always have coasters. That was like, and like, I remember my friend John Doe would always be like, whoa, hey, hang on, Abe. He's like, don't put, don't put that on the bar. And he'd, he'd always put the coaster out first. <laughs> so that's what, that's one thing that Kent, like, let, let's hope I'm completely wrong, right? Now let's so look let's, at, uh, let's, let's, let's hope you're completely wrong. Yes. Let, let's say he was not a molester. He's either the biggest piece of shit molester ever or the greatest guy ever. Like, that's right. This guy could be a thing. Like Ken might have been the the most beautiful person of all time. Take like taking this at risk kid and teaching him how to use coasters, letting him play pool, having drinks for ice cold Coca Cola and Seven Up, um, Kit Kat bars. This kid is now a doctor. Yeah, everything to him. So that that, that that's it's a father to me. So Ken was either you sick bastard. You're painting him as a child molester. That's what I'm saying. Ken was either the worst <laughs> person ever or the greatest guy of all time. <laughs> well, let's hope he's the greatest guy of all time. Yeah, if he was the greatest guy of all time, I want to thank Ken for teaching me how to use coasters because I never used. We didn't have coasters at my house. <laughs> that's right. Coaster. <laughs> So let's hope. Yeah, let's hope. Let's hope. Maybe I'm wrong. I could be. I could easily be wrong. He might have just been trying to do some research on it. Because I know <laughs> gonna be, you're going to be thinking about this for a while now. <laughs> yeah, first of all, we know he's dead for sure. Maybe Sam remembers the guy's last name. I've, I've Sam, me, Sam, and another friend of ours. We we're in a group chat, and we all agree that this guy was a child molester. <laughs> thinking, like thinking back on it, but like I said. Or he was the greatest guy ever. Just the nicest guy taking in this latchkey kid, letting giving his friends a place to stay off the streets and play pool, ice cold drinks. Well, let's give the poor bastard the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> At least you thought he was a nice guy then, right? Oh, he's everyone loved him. <laughs> we wanted more of Ken. He had this awesome uh, basement. With, see, the creepy part were the video games, right? 
Like, why would you have a video game? Like, whatever it was, Sega Genesis or whatever the system at the time was. There's no reason why you would have that. You are correct. There would be no reason. Even if you have a pool table in a bar, there's nothing. unless the guy was just trying to be nice. He's like, exactly. Hey, they, they like video games, and what's this? What's 150 bucks to me? I'll just buy one and hook it up. Yeah, this kid John Doe, this latchkey kid. You know, he can't afford a video game system, and I'm just going to buy it for the for my basement. Again, the greatest guy of all time. The greatest guy ever. <laughs> the greatest. The greatest guy ever. Uh. All right. Well, Roker, we'll wrap it up. So if people want to listen, you do a podcast. Is it is it uh, LRokerJr.com? Yes, you can go to LRokerJr.com or you can go to um, on iTunes, search Roker Radio or search LRokerJr.com on uh, iTunes. It'll pop right up. Got uh, talking all about the Me Too movement right now. Oh, nice. Uh, very timely with everything that has gone on with the head of CBS and everything. Oh, so. Les Moon. I, the, be- I, the, the best was Julie Howard Stern was some of this the other day. Julie Chen now on Big Brother is calling herself Julie Chen Moonvez. I did see that. I did see that. I and mean, she how... Quit the, uh, she quit the talk. And, and here's the thing about her. She called out every guy in the Me Too movement on the talk, right? That was the topic of every conversation. The minute her husband got wrapped up in it, she was a coward and quit her show. Without even giving a real statement. And then she gave this tearful, oh, Sarah Gilbert, you're the best. And how about Sarah Gilbert, too? Like, shouldn't she have been talking about Roseanne nonstop? Like, that was the biggest story. You're on a talk show that talks about the news, okay? You have two stories. you're in the news, you can't talk about it. But you have th- actually three stories, because when Ozzy cheated on Sharon, I will not talk about it, I'll just mention this. No, what are you, what are you doing? Your job is to talk about the news. You're directly, you, you could get the biggest ratings on the talk ever if you talk ever. about what's going on in the biggest story in the world that you're involved in. They had three of those and they refused to talk about all three of them. Right. And that brings me back right. to like the Me Too movement. Everyone, like, you'll bury whoever it is. And, and, and I agree. I think a lot of these guys should be buried because they're scumbags, but. You can't bury everyone, and then when it hits home and affects you or someone, you know, for instance, like Seth Rogen and Judd Apatow, right? Everyone's a piece of shit until it happened to James Franco. You don't, you know, well, we're not sure about it. What do you mean you're not sure? You can't just believe everyone else without any ev- I mean, believe me, most of these guys are guilty, believe me. But I'm just saying that you can't assume everyone's guilty except for your friend or the person you know or your husband. Well, uh, I, I, I say it on my podcast, and I'll say it here on yours, and because it's the truth, uh, it's a slippery slope. <laughs> <laughs> now on DVD, Death Wish, if you want to get that. That's, that's, Star- a, great, that's a great gift. Starring out Rooker Jr., there's no better way to wrap it up. We will holler next week. All right, take it easy. Thank you, Abe, for all the laughter. David Blaine, your magic is real, and I believe in you.